for tuning in. Thank you so much for tuning in. Every Well, more than two weeks since the election, President Donald Trump remains dug in at the White House. Refusing to concede and help his successor deal with the critical and urgent issues, the pandemic, and the national security. Since becoming a lame duck president, they're saying Trump has not only blocked cooperation with the incoming Biden administration, he has remained largely silent as the COVID pandemic drastically worsens nationwide. An average of 1,000 Americans have been reported dead each day since the election, with the total fast approaching 250,000 milestones. Wow. And when his acting Secretary of Defense announced Tuesday that the United States would withdraw thousands of troops from Afghanistan and Iraq, Trump was nowhere to be seen or heard, even on his usually active Twitter feed. Yep. He hasn't uttered or written one word publicly about five American soldiers who died in Egypt last week. So, Republican leaders have so far signaled a willingness to let Trump continue to spew falsehoods about the electoral process and propagate baseless claims of fraud, allowing the president to act on his own timeline. But a growing number of the president's supporters are joining President-elect Joe Biden. And Biden's team is calling in for Trump to let him, you know, to let him in to receive presidential-level intelligent briefings and to coordinate with Biden's team on a coronavirus pandemic. Yeah. Delays, they say, could threaten the public health and the nation's security. Wow. So the president, you know, he's remained largely out of public view in the time since his defeat, venturing away from the White House grounds only to make weekend visits to his Virginia golf club and once for a Veterans Day event at Arlington National Cemetery, also in Virginia. In total, he has made only three public appearances since election night. What? Oh, and has wow. not taken questions from reporters since November the 2nd. The president's uncharacteristic isolation now seems likely to extend through Thanksgiving, with the first lady spokesperson announcing Tuesday that the first family will remain at the White House for the holiday in a break from the Trump tradition of spending the holiday in Florida at the president's Mar-a-Lago Club. As the president clings to the Oval Office from which he is now set to depart, in two months' time, he has been staying in the West Wing later into the evening hours than has been his usual practice. With little to show for the long hours, the president publicly scheduled remains largely devoid of any publicly announced events. Wow. Okay. The president's absence from the public stage has raised questions about whether he still has interest in governing. White House Press Secretary Kaylee McNamee whose dual role as a government official and an advisor to the president's re-election campaign has caused confusion and raised ethical concerns, on Wednesday insisted the president remains engaged. The president's hard work, and he's at hard work, he's at hard work on COVID, exactly. among other issues, so Drawing down numbers of troops in Afghanistan and Iraq. 
and bringing our men and women home. Exactly. McNamee said in an interview with Fox News. She has also not held a press briefing since October the 1st. Meanwhile, Vice President Mike Pence has continued to present some semblance of normalcy, attending dignified transfer of the American soldiers' remains this week, leading sessions on the coronavirus pandemic, and meeting with Senate Republicans on Capitol Hill. While Trump has generally avoided the public eye, he has purged a number of top officials he believes has crossed him in the past. Two days after news organizations projected Biden to have won the presidency, Trump asked Defense Secretary Mark Esper, who had displeased Trump by opposing using active duty military to deal with racial justice protests in June. On Tuesday, he fired the leader of the top cybersecurity agency inside the Department of Homeland Security, Christopher Krebs, after Krebs repeatedly rebuked claims Trump and his campaign had made about widespread voter fraud. The president's chaotic exit is not only sowing instability at the senior levels of his administration, but also set up roadblocks for the incoming administration transition process. His refusal to concede has prevented the Biden transition team from accessing the funding, government information, and resources and intelligence that are typically extended to an incoming administration. The federal agency responsible for allowing the winning team access to staff and resources within federal agencies, the General Service Administration, has so far declared a winner or ascertained one in its parlance. Biden and Vice President-elect Kamala Harris on Tuesday received a briefing from the national security experts, but missing were officials currently serving in the federal government since Trump administration has forbade them wow. from working with Biden. Okay. I forbid you to work with him. You nah. forbade. Wow. You fired. That's just wow. Biden's transition team of public and public health experts have argued that any delay on COVID-19 coordination could impact the distribution of vaccines. So that could impact, you know, getting those vaccines mm -hmm. out and around with the prospect of multiple coronavirus vaccines being made available to segments of the population before Biden takes office. Trump's favorite morning television show, Fox News, Fox and Friends, had a message for him Wednesday morning. Work with Biden for the good of the nation. I think it's in the best in the best interest of the country if he starts coordinating on the virus and starts coordinating with security with the Biden team and just brief him. Co-host Brian Skillme and Artie Backer of President of the President said. But Trump's most ardent defenders like Senator Lindsey Graham and Senator Marsha Blackburn have repeatedly urged the president to actively fight. Graham has donated campaign funds to help Trump pursue largely fruitless legal action in battleground states. But overwhelmingly, while most GOP senators seem to privately acknowledge that the reality that Trump will not eat the victory, they have publicly argued that Trump, you know, yeah. ever has every right to make legal challenges to the election until the electors cast their votes and states certified their elections. Wow. So, you know, 
I don't, you know. Why are you still holding my opinion? Some people say, you know, national security briefings should be given to Biden. Most senators agree, but on the other types of briefings, generally given to a president-elect GOP, senators have advocated for more time. They're saying, I don't think they need to know everything Senator Roy Blunt, you know, a Republican of Missouri, said of the incoming team. I think they do need to know some things, and national security is one of them. So, like I said, I feel like this. If if, 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 If you feel that that's your constitutional right to, you know... Do a recount on every how you're doing and yeah, filing exactly. all these lawsuits and stuff. I feel like this. The bottom line is, I, I hope things can change or whatever, but nothing's gonna change. I'll, you know, we just we have to wait till all the votes and stuff come in because I don't. I feel I don't, I don't know if things gonna change until all the votes come in from these recounts. You know, we we yeah, are ready exactly. to uh, uh, we are ready to move on. We're tired of this. Somebody need to be, you know, we just need ready to move on. Exactly. We don't need this. But, like, you, why can't you just move on? Yeah, and we'll be, on that note, we'll be back in a moment after this commercial break. Gambler knows that the secret to surviving is knowing what to throw away. spoke on today, Wednesday, following House Democrats' vote. Mm-hmm. Biden told the Speaker that he looks forward to working with her and Democratic leadership in the House on a shared agenda to get COVID-19 under control and build our economy back better. Yes. Build that economy back Pelosi will serve as Biden's most powerful ally on Capitol Hill over the next two years. Okay. The California Democrat was nominated by acclamation as the party's lawmakers use pandemic-induced virtual meeting to pick the leaders. Oh. Pelosi seemed to suggest the next two years would be her last in the leadership post. Uh-huh. All House members will vote on the Speaker when yes. the new Congress convene, convenes in early January. But Democrats hold the majority, and Pelosi could win even without any Republican votes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay, so Nancy Pelosi's pretty much back in. Yeah. And we're happy about that. Uh, They're supposed to be getting the ball rolling and getting things together for a stimulus package. I, I don't know if it's going to be sent, if we, it's going to be taken care of before January 20th. 
Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. I I I, I don't know. Don't I know. doubt we that's don't gonna, know, I, I, I doubt that's gonna happen. Fingers crossed. We're gonna keep our fingers crossed. But we're gonna we hope know. for the best. But so but it's a lot of it's a lot of you know there's a lot of drama going on at that White House. Ooh. With this we election. That's why I said I that's why I said just vote. Let them count the votes. Yeah. And all that a, a second count or whatever. And let's get this this ball rolling because yeah. I've never nobody has ever this, been this, this, this world. This, this, this I mean the United States has never been through no mess like this before. And this we got two. Need to be happening, really. And, and and with coronavirus is spreading, like I said, all the activities going on, pre-election and post-election, uh-huh. all through the early fall and summer. Uh-huh. I said the mess, the, the, the COVID, just uh-huh. COVID nineteen, just spread like crazy. Mm-hmm. And um. And uh, what we need to do for that to not be spreading is wearing our mask, no matter if you like it or not. It, it's going to help cases, slow it down. That's, yeah. That's a a novel coronavirus pandemic has now killed more than 1.3 million people worldwide. Wow. Over 56 million people across the globe have been diagnosed with COVID-19. Well, I had my test Friday. It came back negative. But after we're done with this show... I'm going to call and get everybody in this house tested. You know. Because that's what I feel like everybody need to be doing. But they need to get, they're supposed to be getting some test kits coming in. Over 56 million people across the globe have been diagnosed with COVID-19. 56 million now. Wow. The disease caused by the new respiratory virus, according to data compiled by the the Center for Systems Science and Engineering at Johns Hopkins University. The actual numbers are believed to be much higher due to testing shortages, many unreported cases, and suspicions that some national governments are hiding or downplaying the scope of their outbreak. And you know what? I'm just going to shame the devil and tell the truth. I just feel like the numbers, like I said, it probably is higher the numbers. Yeah. Especially everybody's not getting, people are not going out and getting tested. Yeah, which they should be going out and getting tested. But I could say more, but I'm going to zip my lip and, and mm-hmm. uh, throw keep away my new, the key. And, <laughs> what you mean throw away the key? Yeah. I'm just going <laughs> to keep, keep it going. The actual members are believed to be much higher due to testing shortages. Many unreported cases... And you know, yeah. like I said, a high and a down play in the scope. The criteria for diagnosis through the clinical means of lab tests has also varied from country to country. Wow. Now, check this out. Okay. The United States is the worst affected nation mm-hmm. with cool. it, with more than 11.4 million diagnosed cases and at least 249,733 deaths. Just think. One year ago, all them people was living. No. They were all alive and well and getting ready to celebrate the holidays with their family. Mm-hmm. This time a year ago, we started seeing it on TV going in China. 
and you sitting there thinking, you know, oh wow, that's too bad that's happening in China. Yeah. Never, never, not even thinking that it was on its yeah. way across that ocean to us. Never even thinking that but we were under, I was under pressure. Well, that's yeah. something that's terrible that's going on over there, and I hope to God they get it Fixed. under control. Yeah, yeah, under and then two months later, it's over here. It's over here. So, nearly 200 vaccine candidates for COVID-19 are being tracked by the World Health Organization, at least 10 of which are in crucial phase of three studies. Of those 10 potential vaccines in late-stage trials, there are currently five that will be available in the United States if approved. Wow. And um, Kentucky issues new restrictions as positivity rates rises. Bars and restaurants in Kentucky soon will be closed for indoor service. Mm. Well, they, they governor said. And private gatherings will be limited to two households. Okay. To two households, not to exceed eight people. Okay. And a large event such as wedding and funerals wow. will be limited to 25 people, he said. Okay. We have been under attack. We have been at war with this coronavirus, the governor of uh, Kentucky said calling the new restrictions a third counterattack. The state positivity rate has increased 9.13%. 9. 9. Mm, dang. Wow. Which Bashir called alarming. It is. What we need to do. Florida mayors. They governor to enact statewide mask mandate. What were you gonna say? I was gonna, I, I was just gonna say that what we need to do for like the a thousandth time. Somebody at the end of the day, masks. we gonna have to say it till we every color in the rainbow in our face. Just like we gonna have to hold our breath when they sitting up there talking with that mask off. I don't y'all hold y'all breath. That's I'm LCD. Right That's what I do. Don't walk up on me. Don't be talking in my face. Well, anyway, Florida's mayor's bid governor to enact, to enact statewide mask mandate. The mayors of five Florida cities, Miami, St. Petersburg, Sunrise, Miami Shores, and Hialeah, are begging Governor Ron DeSantis to enact the statewide man, mask mandate at a Wednesday news conference. They also asked the uh, DeSantis to allow local governments to make decisions for their communities in regards to social distancing and contact mm -hmm. tracing and testing. Since the governor opened up the economy uh, totally in late September and simultaneously prevented local governments from enforcing individual mask mandates, yeah. we have seen an enormous surge. Miami yeah. Beach Mayor said, our state's primary economic engine is hospitality and people will not travel here if they believe it's unsafe. In fact, mm -hmm. I'm convinced in projecting our state as a place where people are not wearing masks and where the virus is allowed to spread unconstrained will only serve to discourage visitors. Mm. We are asking the governor to lead. For whatever reason, our governor has decided that he is going to follow the lead of our president and not listen to what the medical experts and what the health care experts are saying. Added St. Petersburg uh, Mayor Rick Christman. We have got to have a state that follows the same rules and put in place the same rules as some of the other states around the country. 
Florida on Wednesday topped 900,000 total COVID-19 cases. Wow. And we're going to be back in a moment. Thanks for listening. Thank you, Lord, according to the beginning. of all the butterfly species. Uh-huh. Monarchs are helpful pollinators that can wow. be found across the United States and Canada in the summer, but each fall, millions of these orange and black beauties embark upon one of the world's most amazing migrations. The insects make use of air currents to make the long journey south to the mountains of the southwestern Mexico. Wow. A flight of up to 3,000 miles. Dang. Aside from being a staggeringly great distance for these delicate insects to fly, it's also a journey to place that, to a place that not one of them have ever been before. And unlike many bird species that the undertake annual round trip migrations, yeah. These butterflies will never return to the north mm-hmm. because it's, it's 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 such a long you know round trip migration on them. Yeah, it is. And because of their lifespan, you know they won't be able to return, and that's why not. Oh. Which is sad because the distance and length of total annual migration cycle is greater than, like I said, of the lifespan of the monarchs. But it's amazing that they take that take so long, long journey to Michoacan, Mexico. That is so amazing. It's just Dang. just a little joy I thought I would bring you. What you think about that, Nim? It's really, really impressive. It's really, it's really is. interesting, too. Uh-huh. Like, I never thought butterflies would do such a so thing. So what like do you that. have for us, Nim? What do you think about it? It was really interesting that a, a butterfly would do such a thing like that. Would fly all the yeah. way and migrate all those many miles? Absolutely. So what do you have for us? Let's see what you got. The CW is the, the, 
The CW is what they doing. The CW is de developing a Wonder Girl TV series. So Latin they got League. a Wonder Girl TV series going on. They it's developing. a Latin League, yes. Okay. The Latina represent representation. Representation. You're it's probably going in. I it's about a little too. bit more. Is getting? It's about to get a little bit more world. Yeah, it's gonna get a little bit more worldly. According to Deadline, the CW is developing a Wonder Girl series based on Joella Jones, oh. DC's characters. So I wonder who's gonna play her. Um, I don't know. Yet. I guess we'll have to. Okay, go ahead. I really, I don't know. Yet. Yes, yes, yes. But. Tell the exciting news as it stands, but uh -huh. the best part is the new heroine will become the first Latin lead character in DC's TV universe. The first Latin heroine! That's going to be fantastic. Yeah. Wonder Girl tells the origin story of Yorla Floor, who uh -huh. was recently introduced to a new Wonder Woman. Okay. Flora is a Latin dreamer who's the daughter of an Amazonian okay. warrior and, and a oh. Brazilian river god. Also, an Amazonian warrior and yeah. a river god. Okay. As a result of her her heritage, she discovered powers that basically help her fight evil. Oh, wow. Yeah. And she's set to make her first comic book appearance in um, Future State Wonder uh -huh. Woman, part of DC's two-month DC Future State event. So exciting. With the CW attached, <laughs> with the CW attached, Wonder Girl will join the Netflix DC Universe slate, which includes Batman, DC Legends of Tomorrow, The Flash, Supergirl, Black Lightning, oh, and wow. Superman, and other mores. Black Lightning, like, play that role. Never mind, we'll figure that out <laughs> next one. I actually saw that before. Okay. A part of it. It was really interesting too. Okay. But, um, but anyway, along with that woman, but uh -huh. who's, who's um, playing, which um, is will be played by the first by by a first black lady. Oh, okay. Yeah. Now, what's she playing as again? Um, Batwoman. Batwoman. Ooh, That's only because um. Bat the person who was uh, usually supposed to play that's her. a new one. You know she, what? They're um, coming up with new superheroes. I've never heard of no Batwoman. That, that's Batwoman. But I'm so and excited, like, and we're glad like, it's long overdue. We got a new Latina superhero, and it's woo! long overdue. So my power, more power to the Latino brothers and sisters. Much love. You make me happy. Cover those noses, please. Stay six feet apart and enjoy your night, baby bubba.